Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the next podcast. I'm Louise Boyce, as known as Mama Still Got It. And today I'm talking with major girl crush, Ruth Crilly, as known as Mill Recommends. We're going to be talking all things about her app, uh, modeling career, YouTubing, and just general mum chit chat. Please stay tuned and have a listen. Hello and welcome to the next podcast. And with me, I'm so excited. It's Ruth Crilly. Hello, darling. Woohoo! God, I sounded like a dick. Can I do that again? <laughs> no, I no. I think you have to keep that one forever and ever. Carry on going. <laughs> I'm, oh, I right. liked we'll, it we'll a lot. On. Okay. All right. Good. All and right. you said it with such enthusiasm, and your face lit up. Well, I, I felt really like it was genuine. Like, I'm, I'm really it was genuine. That you're here. I am really pleased to be here. So Ruth is a model recommends. Um, she is many things, a model, a mum, an Instagrammer, a YouTuber, a blogger, and now an app creator. Um, anything else? Oh, God. Please say no. <laughs> oh, writer. And a writer, yeah. And a wicked girl, major girl crush from my part, by the way. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Back at you. All right. You've got to um, stop putting up so many sexy little swimsuit pictures. Oh, well, you know, you know me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, really excited to have you here in my kitchen with Inka, who is uh, 13 weeks old and due a feed any second now. So um, we're just going to go straight in. I feel like we're doing that thing, you know. Uh, it's all coming back to me when you've got a new baby and you're thinking, are they going to start kicking off? Yes, How long have I got? And you now. can't quite relax. Yeah. No. I feel like anxious for you. Yes, thank you. I appreciate your feeling my feelings. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so I've got Ruth here because not only, uh, you know, can we talk about all things modelling and stuff, but she, and we will come to at some point. But Ruth has developed and created an app called the Nightfeed app which is exactly what that is. It's an app that you read when you're doing the night feeds, which I've been doing. Um, you know, I've got Inca, I've been feeding her at night. And um, you do feel, well, one feels lonely or you're the only person in the world feeding in the night. And the app is absolutely brilliant. Oh, so thank I did you. Ooh, I was like <laughs> clenching my fists on the table. Like thinking, what's she going to say? No, it is uh, generally, it is brilliant. So when I ask you, what made you come up with the idea? Why? And tell us everything. Pretty much what you just said, actually. So when I found it much harder feeding with Ted, I think because I knew I was in for the long haul. Like mm. with, a, with a new baby, when you're not used to it, you think, oh, okay, this is great. 
Actually, and I always feel like you say negative when I'm talking about the night feed. I feel like I'm talking about the newborn weeks, like it's a negative, awful experience. Mm. And it wasn't for either of them. I absolutely loved it. But there are just those hours in the night. It's like the witching hour where you feel like no one else is awake in the world. Mm -hmm. There's no one to connect with. There's nothing to read. Mm -hmm. Like you're scrolling websites that giving you stories about like mass murders and whatever and you just don't need it in your head and I just wanted a place to go Mm. um and I'm not sort of claiming to like fix world problems or anything with this app and it can't you're never going to be able to do everything but you can go there you can read articles you can chat to other people you can message other people and there's always even if you're just like killing five minutes there's always something going on there is and and right what you said with the other two that I was when I was breastfeeding, I would find myself scrolling and it would be like the usual Facebook and Instagram where you see pictures on holiday, having a great life and you're there <laughs> with sore nipples going, I'm really, really jealous of that right now and I feel really alone. I'm here feeding and burping and it's, you know, it can be it can be dull mm. and exhausting. Um but reading your app, you feel a sense of community. And yeah. You feel like actually I'm not alone I have got something to read that's relatable to what I'm doing at the moment and um you can stand up to it you can meet other people and I think it's genius basically and thank you oh, you're, well thank you I praise oh, you're, you're, you know obviously <laughs> this just goes to show that models do have brains oh, <laughs> I know that's such a terrible old cliche isn't I know, it? it really is it really is um but no it is it is um genuinely good and I love it has all sorts of topics like, you know, your postpartum body. Um, uh, I read uh, you've got guests on there. There was a lovely lady on there who has a son with um, spinal bifida. Yeah. Um, like She's really, amazing Faye. Yeah, yeah. Really incredible, inspiring stories. What's... Well, most of the contributors are the readers. Yeah. And so they've come forward and said, look, I've got a story to tell. I want to share it can I write something? And mm. it's sort of like, of course, because the whole thing was always supposed to be that it was this um, user-generated content in a way. Um, and one of the other d- ideas that that sparked the whole thing in the first place was when I used to write the Uphill blog, which has now been absorbed into a Mod Recommends because it was too many different mm. pies. Um, the comments that used to be on my posts used to almost be as long as the post and they were so good mm. from readers and they were so funny and I thought imagine if you had this constant feed of people that could write their own stuff and post it um, and that was the original idea but that became far too messy and mm. it would have been impossible to curate so um, although I don't actually actively always say oh hey you know if you want to contribute then please do um, that will be something that we'll be talking about more and more because so many people love to write and love to share stuff but don't have a platform to do it yeah that's very true that's very true I like that that is um and you, and you can sense that when you're reading it you know it's it's a whole it's lots of other women with their stories and their experiences and I love that yeah and also what's great is that you know I tried before I knew about your app I tried to read a book um during my my night feeds with Inca (laughs) (laughs) she's like and I didn't let you yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) basically I completely ruined it because you know with with the book you need a light Mm -hmm. and then um you need to turn pages and um 
it turned out that it didn't, didn't really work. There's nothing worse than trying to read a book. And, you know, and you're doing it with one hand and it's a really sort of thick paperback <laughs> and you're trying to use your thumb to keep it open. That requires a considerable amount of hand strength. And <laughs> yes. then, doesn't it? Yeah. If anyone is, is actually at home and they're listening to this and they have a paperback there, try for the rest of this podcast opening a book and holding it open with your thumb so imagine you've got a baby in one arm and try to do that then try turning a page with that same thumb that's supporting the book and And what happens it springs out of your hand and then (laughs) you lose the thing and you're like oh fuck it yeah exactly so it didn't work for me you bleak that bit it's fine we we like to swear on this one okay um interesting enough you don't understand you don't understand do you um, that's, that's exactly what happened and uh, I thought, this isn't working and I think once the book actually ended up knocking her on the head and I was like no this isn't so I, so I knocked it on the head <laughs> and then found your app and yeah I must admit I actually started to look forward to the night feeds yeah and oh brilliant this is the aim so like the average user goes back on sort of eight or, eight or nine times in a day which is insane retention for, for an app yeah um I mean, probably get people go back on Instagram about 85 times a day. But, you know, the average user is really going back on at, at every feed almost. Yeah. Well, or, and even more sometimes. And that is, well, that's the aim, isn't it? That's the goal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. when you first decided, I'm going to do this app, what was your, what were your main goals? Um, just to get people using it the way that I wanted it to be used, which was in a really friendly non-aggressive I just wanted it to be a very friendly non-aggressive I hate using the word safe space because that has all kinds of other connotations but um a place where they just felt comfortable and soothed and there wasn't anything that just did your head in that then kept you awake and you know had thoughts flying around your head Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to log on have a little bit of like you know time where you just either chill out or chat to other people or ask questions or share advice mm. and then you log back or don't need to log back off then you close your phone and you yeah. go to sleep well that's exactly what does happen so you've you've reached your goal yeah <laughs> it's good it's big brilliant. tick for me big tick for you <laughs> and so before you had the app obviously you are model recommends you have yeah. your youtube site and did, when did you start youtubing um so i set up the blog in 2010 yep And then very soon after, I realized that talking about putting makeup on wasn't the same as just showing uh, putting the makeup on. It's Mm. so much easier to do that and Mm. more helpful. And actually, my husband came back from, um, he's a portrait photographer, and he had been shooting some celebrities, and the makeup artist on the shoot was Sam and Nick Chapman. Yeah. And he came back and he said, oh my God, they're doing this thing called Fashion Face TV. This is before they were Pixie Woo. He was like, (laughs) and you make these videos and then they do them through YouTube. Now at this point, I had only watched about three videos on YouTube, I think. And they were mostly of, there was like a cat falling over compilation. And then, do you remember the first ever YouTube videos? And there was this thing called Borough Pat. And it was basically Postman Pat cartoons um, dubbed over with really foul language. Oh. And it was hilarious. <laughs> That's brilliant. And, yeah. <laughs> and um, that, you know, I didn't go on YouTube. It, it, I don't know. It was just kicking off for things yeah. like tutorials. And I thought, okay, this is great. This is a whole new medium. And everything was really exciting. So that came pretty soon after, really. Probably like March 2010. Oh, well done. Yeah. Well, it's done extremely well. Yeah, thank you. Um, and um, how... Because you you you're a model as well, 
And did you notice that the industry was changing and you had to get a YouTube channel? No, so this way predates all of that, really. That my trajectory was this, that when it got to about 2007, 2008, I got married and um, the recession was starting to hit. Jobs were drying up anyway, but also I was really saturated in Mm. that market. I'd done like so many campaigns and Mm. so many magazines and you just like the uh, your commercial so it probably wouldn't have been the same but Mm. I was quite editorial yeah and once you're done in one market that's it people don't you might get the odd like job because people are nostalgic oh dear she's crying for my story (laughs) she's got sympathy for you you get a little violin going um (laughs) and so by the time it got to about 2010 I had uh, it was really um drying up quite a lot and I was starting an MA in writing, and that's when I had the idea for the blog. So, um, she's coming out. She wants a moment. I know you. She's like, oh, God, this is a boring story. You just want to talk with the girls, don't you? Yeah, oh, look at her little face. Obviously, you lot can't see her little face, but it's very cute. She's very, I think she's very cute. She's so cute. Oh, there we go. Oh, how satisfying. Um, uh, yeah, no, the, the whole um, people didn't Instagram didn't exist then. Oh, yeah, the good old days. So there wasn't an, there wasn't anything like an influencer or. Uh, so you were like really ahead of the game before. Yeah, so um, almost immediately I couldn't model anymore because the rates. Once I started work, you know, doing really well as a model recommends, the rates weren't even comparable. It wasn't worth me doing the modelling jobs, mm. and also all of the extra stuff that they'd, they'd have got by having me do it the, mm. the rates didn't reflect it so I think I did my last modeling job in like 2011 2012 mm. my last straight one yeah you know. it's, it's extremely smart of you because I think now like I'm noticing I only joined Instagram three years ago and it was out of um I had to oh right to basically be visible Okay. Because um, I was losing clients from not being on social media. Um, because clients were going to the agency saying, we want a girl to be on our latest campaign. We don't care what she looks like. What's her following? No. Yeah. And I so- didn't have a following. I had, I had a private account. I didn't, it wasn't on my radar. I didn't, but I had to change mm. to basically pay the bills I had to up my game and you know I'm really pleased I did because it has has it worked from a modeling obviously you've got your social media following but has it worked for your modeling career yeah it has it has changed it has made a difference because I was losing work to other girls that were like me um that had more of a following Mm. um and it I had to change I had to make that transition and I had to step up yeah um and I'm glad that I did you know it has got so now when they book you do you, do they do do they sort of do the fees reflect the fact that they're also getting your you know do you, do they say things like oh you've also got to post this on yeah. Instagram or yeah right, you okay. get like um, so it's part of the deal it's part of the deal you get wow. like a set fee like you know how you usually do when you're a model and then there's like extras like if you if you do a Instagram story or um, a post sometimes there isn't mm. you know sometimes like you know do, do what you want you know we're not going to pay you extra but sometimes there is. Mm. Um, and I think also being a mum of three housewife doesn't sound as attractive as I'm a blogger. 
<laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, anyway, I digress. But you know, it has made a difference. And that's how the industry has changed massively. It's, you know, it's not really about how many how much product you sell. It's about your followers now, which is oh, crazy. So I'm fascinated. So, so when I was modelling, I used to get a sheet <laughs> printed out. Or I used to phone in and I'd have my biro ready. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And you would have to call in at 5.30 yes. and you'd have to check in and you'd yeah. have your biro ready and you'd write down everywhere you're going, the yep. postcode and whatever. And then I think for the last few years, you know, it came to you on email. That was great. <laughs> um, really going back some now. I used to get faxes, actually. Oh, my God. I, I never get had a fax, fax machine. I would, yeah. probably would have got a fax. Um, and then you'd go to a casting and there'd be like a room and it might have like 30 girls in already and you'd all have your massive portfolios yeah. which weighed a ton. Yes, they did. And people would say, the, the main thing was, what have you got, what have you been doing recently and what editorial yes. have you done? So does nobody ask that anymore? They do. They do still ask that, but they, they know it anyway. Because they followed they, your Instagram. Yeah. So it's almost like there's no... It's they like, know exactly they, what you've been doing. Why do they need to see you? <sighs> Good question. I don't know. But when I fell pregnant with Inca, um, obviously I couldn't do my, with, couldn't work with my regular clients. And I was saying, I was recommending girls that they should use. Mm-hmm. Oh, good burp. Well, that was an amazing bird. I felt that. That was really that satisfying. That was very, yeah, I'm very proud of you. Um, so the client would be like, well, you know, we need to replace you. Can you recommend anyone? And I was like, yeah, this girl, this girl, this girl. And instead of saying, what agency is she with? It was like, what's her Instagram? No. Yeah, for oh, real. It makes me feel slightly queasy. <laughs> it's just the way it is, I'm afraid. That's crazy. I know, I know. But, you know, it's the way it is. It's the way it is. But, um, no, you, you've definitely been a, a step ahead of everyone, really, with the, with the YouTube and, you know, you've got it going on. Well, do you know what? I, this all sounds really bad, but I did have, like, a master plan with it because yeah. no one was doing, no one was blogging from my point of view. Mm. And I could see, I was thinking eventually, I could see brands will turn their advertising to this platform. And actually, when I met Dom, who's a really good friend of mine, he owns Gleam Futures. Oh, yeah. Um, when I first met him, and he only represented Sam and Nick Chapman and Jim Chapman yeah. and Tanya Burr. 
um, he was like, I, something's going to happen with this. Really? Heed my words. Yeah, very, very clever man. And um, I thought, well, you know what? If I can, if I can take one career, which was my modelling career, and the career that I want to have, which is in writing, but I just couldn't. I wanted to write fiction, mm. um, but and I thought, I've, but I've also got to pay the bills. Mm. So I thought maybe I'll you know try and work on a magazine or something like that. Um, notoriously hard to get into, and I really found that um, you, you know when you're a model and you've been working in the industry for so long, everybody knew me as a model. Sure. So if I went and said, "Oh, can I come work at the magazine?" They'd be like, well, "Why would you want a model doing yeah. the beauty cupboard?" I, or I you know, totally get it. So that wasn't going to happen. So for me, it was a perfect way of taking those jobs that I had, the jobs that I wanted to have, and and forcing a job from it in a way, not forcing a job. But it's really smart. And also, I it's a job love that it. you can, yeah, it, and, and you're, you're very good at it. Oh, thanks. Um, and it also, it's a job that you can, you know, do around the kids. Yeah. Which is, you know, that was one of my questions that, you know, how do you manage to balance work and family life? Oh, God. Do you know what? Sometimes I think it's actually harder than if I had to leave the house at eight, got back at six. It would almost be easier because in that time, that would be my work time. I could get it done. I could switch off. Um, but I've always worked from home and I've always shoehorned things in, which yeah. means that, you know, I, sometimes I, I'll put them to bed seven and then from half seven till half nine, I'll work and then yeah. like catch a bit of dinner, then work again. Um, and I, It's just the, the thing is, what what I've built has come from most weeks like working 70 hours a week yeah I mean for the first part of it then I had kids and I had to find a new way of working and I don't even know how many hours it is because it's so disjointed and stop start stop start yeah yeah but uh even if I was granted a week off Mm. with no you know I didn't have to do any childcare I didn't have to do any cooking any cleaning any anything I think I, my head would go to like, okay, I'm going to get some writing done. Yes. It's cr- I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I don't know whether I've always been like this, but it's what drives me. I mean, I do, I do love it. I love what I do. So yeah. you can tell you, I mean, I remember um, when I first met you, it was at that L'Oreal dinner oh, yeah. and that sleepover and you came with, with Ted, who was tiny. Yeah, I think he was only a few weeks he old, actually. He was tiny. Yeah. Um, so I remember thinking, why am I going to this? I must be mad. It was quite hot, wasn't it? It was hot. And I, I never... Know, he was a few months old then, because I was born in February. I'd never met you, but I'd obviously, I've been following you. And it's weird when you follow someone on Instagram, you feel like you know them sometimes. Mm. And I don't know if you remember this, but I remember you walking in with your pram, and I was like, Ruth, hi, <laughs> your baby. And you must be like, who the hell is this? <laughs> um, so apologies about that. No, it's fine. Um, but... Um, Yes, I, I remember being in, in utter awe of like, you've come to an event, which is, you know, part work with your baby. And you were, I remember you saying that you were going back to your hotel room when, when the dinner had finished to edit your videos. Oh, yeah. And I was like, God, this woman is unstoppable. This is amazing. Sometimes I do think oh, someone should measure my cortisol levels because <laughs> I, do, I do actually, I do worry genuinely, I do worry that I run on too much, too high too much of a tight wire mm. um and it, pro- it probably isn't that good for you but then at the same time I, it doesn't inf- it doesn't sort of impinge on my time with my kids yeah and I never find myself anymore going like oh for the love of god just be quiet so I can get this done because I've realized now that you can't mix the two together you can cannot. with babies yeah uh, but as soon as they start realizing what you're doing and noticing mm. the world you just end up getting frustrated with them. They get frustrated with you. 
You can, so you can never give them their full bar- attention. Boundary now. I've I've learnt that is you can either you either parent or you work. You can't mm. do both at the same time. And I've I've learnt that the hard way. I remember well, you know, just recently as well, my husband would be on our laptops trying to finish an email or writing or editing something, and the kids are asking for this and they're fighting. And can you get me this Lego bit? And can you wipe my bum? And you're like, oh, for crying out loud, I just yeah. need to finish this email. And I was like, actually, stop, like you know, let's do this later. Mm. Let's do the, the, the work stuff later. Let's be there for the kids. Um, and getting that balance, yeah. which is really it's hard. It's hard though when you're the type of person that's like, right, I can get this done. I can tick that off. Love yeah. to tick things off. And yes. I'm like, do, 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 do. I have Virgo? my list. Sagittarius. Oh, I'm I love a list. I love, love a list. list. I have it on my iPhone. I have it in notes. And it's actually terrible because <laughs> nothing ever gets crossed off because I delete it if it's done. Yes, that's what I do. I delete oh, it. So but bad, there's no satisfaction. I need to cross it off. Yeah, I've got a paper pad as well that I list what I've got to do for the day. Do you write something that you've already done just to, just to cross Sometimes it off? Sometimes I write yeah, something I really simple. Yeah, like uh, brush teeth. Like, have we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, sometimes I write things and then cross it off thinking that's actually really satisfying yeah. to cross that off yeah but no finding that work balance is um it's a tricky one and it's something that we all learn in our own ways um what have you learned from yourself like becoming a mother as in terms of like how have your has your beauty regime changed your fashion changed um yeah I've stopped being do you know what I was always really panicky about my figure and what to wear and I think that stemmed from modeling of course yeah I never felt stylish um I'm the kind of person I like to be able to run for a bus or get on the tube I don't like tottering around in high heels I feel too vulnerable Mm. and so um I used to carry heels in my bag to go to my castings um but I used to look at the rest of my outfit and I I just used to panic I could never find anything Mm. I never really had a uniform Mm. and I could never find anything that really made me feel good and it's actually only since having kids that I've really felt properly good in clothes oh that's really nice to hear you know I had Avail Leger dresses yeah you know like an amazing figure like big boobs tiny waist I didn't appreciate it. I thought I had a terrible figure. And I look back and I think, oh my God. I know, I do that Where all the was time. I? I know. But now I, um, I try not to wear things with a tight gusset. <laughs> it's changed my life. So I used to live in skinny jeans and I try to continue that after. I still love a pair of stonewashed tight jeans with a jumper. Oh yeah. I think it's a great look. Uh, and like slightly short on the leg. So you show a bit of ankle and white trainers. Classic, classic, comfy, stylish. Perfect. But the um, the seam when it goes up your fanani, <laughs> I can't <laughs> cope with it. No. Um, so now I've started wearing. Every time you see me dress now, you'll be oh, like, "Oh, her gusset is free." I have got pants on, but um, <laughs> I I started wearing sort of like maxi dresses and things like that, with like jumpers over the top. And well, I love your dress today. Dress. Thank you. It's really nice. Me and M for the win. It is. I mean, it's a really lovely dress. It's size. Oh no, there's a size stripe. Um, yeah, and I, I've just stopped doing that every day, and I feel so much more comfy. Also, I can't get rid of my gut overhang, so I can't wear really tight stuff around my gut because it just annoys me. Well, yeah, and you know, if, if you, yeah, you're not going to wear clothes that make you feel self-conscious. I mean, you know, no, but I would have done before. See, this I wouldn't is, have this done. Thing, wouldn't you? No, oh, okay. I've never really liked anything. I've only worn tight things around my tummy when I was pregnant. Right. Um, I just don't, it's just not me. It's just not me. 
maybe it is. And maybe it is now. Maybe it is now. Maybe I'll change. I think modelling does something bad to your... I think it does. To your uh, self-image. Yeah, I mean... Ultimately. My experience was different from yours because I started off doing what's called straight size. Right. And then um, struggled with it and then went on to being curve, which back then was called plus size. But you were a size UK 12, weren't you? When I started plus, I was a UK 12. Yeah, that's crazy, is isn't crazy. it? crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And back then, I thought, oh, God, my, you know, my body's not great. And I found pictures the other day, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my body is amazing. Yeah. And I, how is that even just... How it was plus size, I have no idea. But it's oh. compl- again, the industry's completely changed again. Right. See, I've been out of it for so long that I wouldn't have a clue now. Because, I, I mean, we used to go to Paris, like my friend and I, and we'd walk in, and they'd go, oh, no, you're just too fat. I mean, you I wouldn't even that. get to the Paris door. Paris is so bad. And Milan, Milan was yeah. bad. And I'd be like, oh, God, I'm, I'm an eight. It's you know crazy. I mean? <laughs> it's How crazy. Much, like, I, I, I remember one really famous casting director in the UK saying, um, he, was, he, he was casting for Prada, and my agents were like, you know, this is like a really big chance, blah, blah, blah. And, afterwards I got some feedback and he said you know she's great but I don't know how we'd strap her boobs down enough because they're huge and they weren't huge for god's sake I just remember thinking well you know what there's nothing I can do about that no so, there's nothing no but but that's great that you actually had that mindset I I would I kind of I was told I was too fat I don't know how many times and again I was like a size eight mm. um and instead of me thinking how what I should have done is what well, you did and be like, well, that's who I am and blah, blah, blah. But I was very much like, oh, no, I need to change my entire body frame. I need to move bones to... Oh, God, no, I was with the rest of it. It was just when he said the boobs thing. I thought, well, oh. I can't change that. So, I, you know, like water off the duck's back. But, I mean, I was constantly just, you know, chain smoking and not yeah, eating enough. Yeah, I was chain smoking. But, you know, it doesn't, doesn't really change that much. I remember doing a really big UK magazine, which I won't name. Um, tell me offline <laughs> I will and we were in France and uh, we were staying in this hotel that had this really old lift shaft running down the middle you know like with a cage lift yes and all of the team was at the bottom of the lift and I was three floors up waiting to get the lift to come down for breakfast and they were all talking about how fat I was and how um, the clothes all looked really shit on me and they didn't know what to do oh and my god! I could just hear every word and I just thought, have we got another two days of this? So that's great. How old you know? are you? Oh, like 24, 25. It's just... I think because I started later in life. You know, I was 20, 21 when I started. So yeah. I had a bit more of a, like, a fuck you attitude. Well, thank God you did, because but I not, didn't. I was 14 hurt. when I started, oh, and I was no. still a child. You are so vulnerable and mentally. I was so vulnerable, and I, I actually thought, oh my God, there is something wrong with me. I need to change. Mm. I need to change How who can, I am. What really angers me now, though... I still feel a bit like a child. I mean, I'm f- next year I'm 40. Mm. Me too. Which is, yeah, no real age buddies. Um, <laughs> I, I, I still don't really feel like an adult, but I know I'm an adult and mm. I know that I have adult responsibilities. And even a lot of my friends now, um, or my husband's friends, you know, they have teen kids. And when we're sat at the dinner table and their kids now stay up late and so they're part of the, which I hate, but you know, they're, they're <laughs> now part of the dinner party conversation. Um, I really try and watch what I say, even though I'm not saying it to them, but I watch how I talk about certain things because I think they're so easily influenced. It really angers me how adults in the fashion industry, I don't know whether it happens anymore, but at that time felt that that was okay. It's, 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 they are so it's accountable for so things that they said to people. Absolutely. And a lot of them are still working. I and I fancy going back in and to their offices in Hachette or wherever they work and saying... 
you know, do you know what you did to me and loads of other people? Yet you're still sat there in your desk. Yeah. You know, and they think nothing of it. They think nothing of it, but you were an adult and you were accountable things, yeah. for saying those things. But a lot of people, again, back then, they looked at models as things. We're not people, yeah. we're just hangers. And an agency that I used to be with, I know that they used to call what well, the, the main lady who started the agency, I won't say any names, she is known and she does do this, she calls the models it. It oh. has bad hair. It needs to lose weight. It and shall apply the lotion. Yes. <laughs> it's looking a bit tired today. You're just like, wow. That's unbelievable. And I've got a similar story to, to, to you, as in I was shooting for a magazine. Again, I won't say who. Um, and the Everyone stylist... Everyone like, please say like, please, please. And the stylist, um, first of all, kept, say, kept calling me Amanda. And I was like, <laughs> my, I was like my name's Louise. She was like, well, I don't care. To me, you're Amanda. I'm going to call you an Amanda. And I was like, fine, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm 15. I'm going to call you shitbag. Yeah, see, I wish I'd said that, but I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll be Amanda, whatever you want. And then she kept saying, you're, you're, oh God, you're a bit fat. Actually, I didn't, your agent didn't tell me this. Called the agency in front of me. She's a bit fat. And then called her editor. And I was like, yeah, we've got a fat one here. No. Like in front of me. And you're there just going, She's oh still working. Oh my God. Yes, I bumped into her. I worked with her mouth, again. Mouth me who it is. I'll tell you later. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, I bumped into her. I worked with her again. No, when I didn't. when I became a curve model, and I don't know if she remembered me or not, but my blood was boiling, and I was like, this is my opportunity. This is it. Did you I'm say gonna, anything? No, I didn't. Oh, I just it's, classic, thought, it's classic bullying, isn't it? You it is classic like you can't bullying. I just anything. thought, I'm not going to say anything, and I don't know if she remembered who I was, but the entire day, I just felt this... I just the, she must have felt my energy she must have felt it because Oof. to everyone else I was being really nice and polite and stuff but to her I couldn't even it's just outrageous isn't yeah, it because I just thought you're part of the reason why I had loads of suffering and really questioned myself and who I was and I was 15 yeah you're part of like problems that can last a lifetime yeah and can you imagine saying to a 15 year old girl now in front of their faces you're a bit fat and they're like a size 8 Oof. I mean but the thing it, is, people wouldn't do it now because everybody's so much more accountable and careful about what they say. Yeah, but do people? You know, I kind of feel like it still does sometimes go on in agencies oh, for like oh Fashion God. Week. And do you know what? My agents. I was with Models One for the ninety-nine percent of my modelling career, and they were amazing and so protective over. Are you with Models One now? No, I'm with Milk. All right, okay. Um, so sort of protective, but obviously yeah. once you're out of the UK, no, you know, you weren't yeah. within their reach. I used to do this thing. And it was like, I thought I could practice. I had never even heard of Matilda. It's only just occurred to me. So I used to <laughs> stare, if someone had really annoyed me on a shoot, as I was standing there having my pitch taken, especially if it was really cold and, you know, they were making you, like, stand in the cold, I used to stare at them and will for certain things to happen. And I remember being in <laughs> Germany, shooting in this factory, and it was like minus three, and she was messing around with her camera. It was really annoying me. And she'd balanced her other camera on this step. Ooh. Right? And... It was about eight steps up, and I was like, oh, I really want that camera to roll down those stairs. It <gasps> only rolled down the stairs. Oh my, I, just got I mean, shivers. it must have teetered, and it smashed at the bottom. Yes! I know. You are Matilda. I, I reckon I, I was. You've got powers, girl. The power of hatred. Wow. <laughs> made that camera roll down the stairs. That's amazing. But I, I think oh I was probably a bit too gobby, to be honest. Like, I, 
I think because I was a bit older and also I'd sort of left a law degree to do it. And so I always had in my head, I don't need to be doing this. Yeah. I can always go back. Sort of treated it kind of like a joke for most of the time, which probably wasn't the best attitude to have, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I used to, you know, I'd be like, oh, come on, we've got that now. Let's hurry up. Mm. Come on. I mean, I was, sometimes I was terrible. I must I, have been I really like that, irritating. Though, but I kind of wish I was more like that. I was a bit of a walkover. I was like, yeah, we can shoot another 500 frames for a, no, for a okay. t-shirt. That's I'll fine. I'll miss my last train home. Yeah, and I'll then miss my flight. Don't worry about you it. You won't get yeah. me a cab yeah. and I'll just have to pick up the pieces. I remember you once... You can half my day rate. It's fine. ...having my eyebrows bleached off by um, a makeup artist in Germany. <laughs> what happened in Germany? Yeah. And my agency wasn't open yet because it was so early in the morning. And I just kept saying no and she, she just did it anyway. She bleached them off. Wow. And then dyed them back in. But instead of just dyeing like a strip, she dyed the whole eyebrow. And of course, it got all the hairs from on the outside that were never before dark. So I had these huge square, like black eyebrows. Oh my word. I had to go home with. And I kind of thought, why didn't I just put my foot down as she was mixing that bleach and say, I've said no Mm. and you're not going to do it. Like it's not part of this contract. Like just back off. And like, just put my hands over my... Like, now I just put my hands... Yeah. I'd be like, what are you doing here? You can't physically attack me yeah. and put the bleach on. So just back off, bitch. Absolutely. And lucky that's something... Why didn't this... I do it, though? Oh, I don't know. Because then I had to live with that for, like, the next four weeks. And it's like, why, <laughs> oh, why can sometimes be such pushovers? And now I feel like... Is it just an age thing? I think it's an age thing. But I also think... I definitely think since becoming a mother, I'm much more... I stand up for myself a lot more. And yeah. I, I say what I want much more. Whereas, I mean, I was I was such a pushover. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I would just accept everything that people, I, I'd do anything, you know, which obviously within reason. Now I have to say, if there's something, you know, I don't want to do because I'm very non-confrontational. Mm. I just think, oh, if I had to do this for the kids, I'm doing it for them. Yes. Which is terrible, isn't it? <laughs> Using as my motivation. Um, I do that though. Yeah. I do that. I did a shoot in Morocco last year and they wanted me to get into some water and it was freezing and I was like do it for the kids do it for the kids <laughs> just think of them fine I love oh, it I'm sorry oh hang on a minute he's okay sweetheart we're going to take a quick break to come and down we'll be back shortly Right, we're back with Ruth Crilly. Inca has settled herself now, hopefully for now, so we'll see. Um, going back to the Night Feed app, where does it go from now? Like, what's the next step? What do you, where, where do you see it in five years' time? Just want to have brilliant, brilliant content on there and amazing discussions. Mm. And I've just done a first round of sort of, I don't know what they're called, fixes. There's a, there's a new release that um, I think has just gone out today, actually, because you don't really know how people are going to start using something until they start using it. And you can do as many soft launches or test sessions as you want. But until actual people start using it under pressure at night. Mm. Because there's a feed timer as well. So you can record which boob you last fed on. You oh, can yeah. get it all up on a chart so you can well, see how many times bit. you've fed. Um, you can add, if you're bottle feeding, you add the amount and you can add time. That is brilliant. I'm literally, I'm, I'm going on to it I know, right now. I know, look at you, I'm like hands on. I'm going to it right now. Um, so, yeah, the, there are a couple of things that I wanted to tweak. And, you know, this is, it's... Um, what, sorry, what's, what, does that mean people in my area? No, that just means that there are people online. Ah. Do you know what, that hasn't really worked as it should, because most people didn't put photos in. So all of those should be photos. So that's all the people that are online right now? By the way, everyone, we're talking about the opening um, 
Well, it's just a selection of them. I mean, yeah. there are probably thousands. God, but... So we're talking about, so when you first go on to the, the Night Feed app, the first thing that comes up is your profile picture and lots of other profile pictures. And it's basically the people that are online using the app right now, which is incredible. I love it. So I'm looking at the app right now. I'm just going to go through um, what's on my home screen. We've got uh, night shift yoga, a load of balls. I like that. Um, shopping for outwear for for, um, for your babies. An A to Z for child ne- child ne- childhood illnesses. Oh, yeah, these guys, they're, they're so good. Air Rhesus, um, they are a paediatric doctor and nurses from A&E. Yeah. And so they deal with emergency situations with babies and infants all the time. Yeah. And they run these classes, mostly in London, actually. I think it's about 30 quid, um, where they show you what to do. That's brilliant. In the event that your child is choking yes. or stops breathing. And I, it occurred to me, and they think that before you leave hospital with a baby, you should have to have done that course, which I think is such a good idea. I think that's a brilliant idea, because I don't, I don't have a clue. No. I don't have a clue. You still don't. You should get in touch with them. I shall. They, and I they, if you get five people together, they come to your house, and they're brilliant. Anyway, they've done flashcards for the app. So if you go um, down, you'll see their logo, and there are reminders for what to do in each situation and that's how really to spot smart. things like sepsis and oh wow, that's really what smart. to do if they have febrile convulsions and what have you. Now they're doing a new series, so that stays on there. The um, the new series is the A to Z of childhood illnesses, and it's just a bit more. It's not sort of life threatening mm. things. It's more sort of how to spot certain illnesses and what to do if it happens and it's not supposed to like replace going to your doctor or anything but but that's great because you know especially with new mothers and I was like this the slightest thing that my my son had I'll google it and Mm -hmm. as soon as you google anything a whole load of crap comes up that scares the life out of you people's anecdotal material that could like be really wrong and dangerous exactly yeah so that's actually that's a great thing to have on yeah I just thought it's nice to have it accessible and they know that I mean they're so keyed up on anything to do with kids because mm. they're doing that day in day out night in night out because they work night shifts as well mm. um and i just thought that would be such a lovely thing to have and useful thing so when you're scrolling the aim of the flashcards is that if you have a spare five minutes just and i do it as well mm. um i've had the course but i still go on and i look you know what do you do if somebody had stopped breathing mm. what's the first thing you do because you just panic I, yeah that i would panic and um you know the more that you read it and the more that it's in your head mm. i think it gives you the confidence that at least you wouldn't they're basically you can't do it wrong like as long as you do something mm. to keep them breathing or keep the oxygen going in then you've done your job that's brilliant um, it's a, that's a brilliant thing to have on the app that is so I just want more and more of things like yeah. that. I mean, we're so early at the moment, but just to build up this lovely web of... But there is, I mean, there's also post, postpartum style. I've got some wicked clothes in there. I'm just taking a look now. Oh, oh yeah, so the really nice resident coat. stylist, just specifically looking oh, for things that are comfy. Stunning, look at that. Yeah, I that's love that beautiful. coat. beautiful. Oh, God. We're looking at an and, and Other Stories coat. Um, oh, is that and other stories? Mm. Nice. Um, there is also uh, wish uh, th- uh, what I'd wish I'd known about my uh, induction. Um, asking for help, your pelvic floor, confidence. There's a whole load of everything. Oh, do you know what? See, I'm already getting. Um, <laughs> I'm really looking at this now. Are we doing a podcast still? <laughs> <laughs> Louise, back in the room. Back right, in the sorry, room. Right, I'm back. So I'm still looking at it. It's, it's it's brilliant. It is brilliant. And you can have messages. Yep. Sleep. Oh, that's so oh, sleep sounds. 
sleep sounds. All right, yeah. I'm going to play one right now. So this is Big City. Let's see if this works on ink. Oh, come on. Do you want Big City sound? So you've got white noise as well. Yeah. So clever, you've got everything. <laughs> Do you reckon you could have part of the app where someone can actually come and feed your baby for you so you can get nice, more sleep? <laughs> that would be nice, that would be nice. I would like to have more live things as well. You know, like, That's good, yeah. So, for example, you know, a breastfeeding expert that you could contact in the yeah. night. You know, that would be That's available. That's a really good idea. Like a helpline. Yes. But because nobody does anything at night, everything's closed and you've got to wait till nine o'clock in the morning, which feels like an age. Yeah. There must be people, even if they're in a different time zone, they've yep. still got the same experience. Yeah. Uh, so it's the daytime for them, mm-hmm. nighttime for you. I like that. That's... source everyone from Australia. Yes. <laughs> but, and then there's um... also that, that feeling of you're not alone again. Yeah. And I think I felt really alone with my first baby. I didn't know what I was doing. All my friends were still single and partying and I wasn't online at all. I didn't feel like there was a sense of motherhood community at all. My NCT class was horrific. So I really felt alone. Mm. And had I had something like this, like if there are any new mums out there listening and you do feel slightly alone, then this is honestly, this this, this is for them. It's for, it's for anyone out there who's breastfeeding or bottle feeding yeah, um, and just wants a bit of... Uh, feel like yeah they're not alone at night and you can i think 10 percent of the audience is in america so it's not just for people in the uk yeah and in fact it's not just for people who have got new babies mm. which i keep trying to say to my audience there are so many articles on there and i'd say that probably 70 percent of the articles and the content on there is is for mums in general mm. and not just new mums yeah um so, you know, it's like three ninety nine one one-off for a lifetime of daily really? content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah, no that's subscription Such a bargain. Everything's subscription now. Or, uh, everything. Or you get it for free yeah. and then it's like in-app purchases yeah. and they're eight quid or whatever. Yeah, it's, like it's seven just... day trial and then you wrote into something. Yeah. three ninety nine for forever. Well, even sleep Brilliant. sounds apps are, you know, yeah. the one that I bought, I think was eight ninety nine, and mine does exactly the same really? thing. Yeah, that was a few years ago wow. now. I don't know how much they are now, but... Um, yeah, I feel like it's price of a cup of coffee, isn't it? It is, yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, it's lovely. It's like a friend. Yes, it's my friend. Um, well, do you know, thank you so much, Ruth, for coming on. Oh, thanks for having Honestly, me. Honestly, it's it's That's been flown, lovely. Hasn't it? it has flown, and I, I love it. You know, you're in my kitchen, which is bizarre, <laughs> with my little baby. And uh, yeah, no, I'm. You know, you are an inspiration. Oh, thank um, you. If you don't follow Ruth, please do. She's model recommends on Instagram. And she's all things beauty, fashion, family, home. Yeah. And apps. And apps, yeah. And apps. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, very inspiring. Thank you so Thank much for you. coming. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Massive thank you to Ruth. Really appreciate you coming on to talk with me. What a wonderful woman. So beautiful, by the way. Wow. Um, if you like it, please let me know. That's Inca sneezing in the background. (laughs) Uh, Please rate, review, subscribe, please. It means the world to me. And if there's anything you want to talk about, please contact me on Instagram. I'm Mama Still Got It with an underscore. See you next time. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.